So my last video was taking a closer look at Qualcomm and AMD and deciding which is a better buy for me. In that video, I ended up choosing with Qualcomm. And on today's episode, I actually want to answer a question from a viewer. So we can see Mad Body asked me Qualcomm versus Texas Instrument. So let's take a closer look in today's episode. So just like the last episode, we're going to start off by looking at some financial charts and then from there kind of taking a closer look at some of the growth opportunities for both these companies. The first chart we're going to look at is one I didn't have in the previous video, and I think this is very important. So we're going to compare Qualcomm and Texas versus a semiconductor ETF. Right, because when I'm looking at investments, I'm not only just looking for great investments or, or great companies, I'm also looking for a company that I believe can outperform the overall market, more importantly, the overall semiconductor market. So if you guys have been following this channel, you guys know how bullish I am in the semiconductor space. You guys also know that I believe the semiconductor market will outperform the overall market in the long term of things for at least the next 10 years, thanks to all the kind of crazy innovations we're seeing right now. So here I'm taking a closer look at total returns, which do include price returns, but also dividends. I know some Texas shareholders out there might be like, Jose, you have to be mindful of that dividend. And we are. So here, if we take a closer look in the past five years, SMH, the total semiconductor ETF has dominated with over 156% returns. And this is important, right? Because I, even though I do enjoy individual investing, I also believe there's room in the portfolio for a semiconductor, for an ETF approach. And we can see why right here. Qualcomm comes in number two with 151%. So kind of matching uh, the, the ETF the third, unfortunately, is Texas Instrument with roughly 98% total returns. So right off the bat, I am seeing one thing that on average, on average, Qualcomm does tend to outperform the semiconductor ETF, even though right now they are close to are close neck to neck. Unfortunately, Texas Instrument tends to underperform the semiconductor ETF. So right off the bat, I do want to say because of my investment style, I think Qualcomm gets the first point. Let me know what you guys think in, in, in the first chart. Discover the world of semiconductors without getting lost in the technical jargon. My new membership offers a perfect balance for investors looking to understand this exciting market. Using my electrical engineering knowledge and experience, I will release weekly exclusive videos ranging from quick 5-minute 101s to in-depth analysis, covering not just popular chip stocks, but aiming to explore every public semiconductor. Plus, join a private community of like-minded investors. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. But let's continue. Now, I want to take a closer look at the balance sheet, right? Because obviously, historical returns does not necessarily mean future returns. If we take a closer look at their balance sheet, we're taking a look at free cash flow, cash and short-term investments, and total long-term debt. Luckily for investors, both companies are positive in free cash flow. Qualcomm comes in with roughly $8 billion in trailing 12 months, while Texas Instrument comes in with roughly $5.9 billion. I do want to say Texas Instrument, though, has way more cash than debt, 
roughly $9 billion in cash and short-term investments, and $8.7 billion in total long-term debt. While Qualcomm, while Qualcomm is a company I personally wouldn't worry about financially, but it doesn't have that same strength. They roughly have $16.9 billion in total long-term debt and roughly $8 billion in cash and short-term investment. So right off the bat here, we can see balance sheet is definitely a lot stronger in Texas Instrument. Next, I want to take a closer look at valuation metrics. I believe EV to free cash flow is great for semiconductor companies, especially mature semiconductor companies that are profitable. We can see Qualcomm is trading lower than Texas Instrument at roughly 17.7, while Texas Instrument right now is roughly at 27.3. So on average, we can see Qualcomm is definitely sitting on the lower end of its average compared to Texas Instrument. So in my opinion, if we're looking at historical values, it's telling me that Qualcomm compared to historical numbers might be a little bit undervalued. Texas Instrument does not seem to be overvalued from these metrics. It's more kind of sitting within the average or, or again, it's not screaming overvalued, but it's not screaming undervalued at the moment. So we can see Qualcomm wins, wins it here. But I do believe the next one, Texas, is going to win. We're going to take a closer look at buybacks and total dividends. Texas Instrument has way more um, total dividends paid. In the trailing 12 months, they paid roughly $4.3 billion, while Qualcomm paid about $3.3 billion, a whole billion dollar less. So we can see Texas Instrument can definitely celebrate over there. Um, when we take a closer look at buybacks in the trailing 12 months, Texas has bought on roughly $3.4 billion of stocks buybacks while qualcomm has done roughly 2.9 billion so we could see that both qualcomm and texas instrument are good overall um obviously here if we take a closer look at share return via buybacks and total dividends uh texas instrument is definitely the winner but qualcomm is definitely not lacking in this space the final chart I want to take a closer look at is kind of revenue year-over-year -year growth on a quarterly basis and estimation for the current quarter. Let's kind of look ahead first and look at future estimation. Both companies are expected to see a decline in revenue. So um, while Texas Instrument is expected to see only a roughly 11% decline, Qualcomm is expected to see roughly an 18% decline. And this is where I believe they kind of differentiate again. While Qualcomm tends to have higher swings, so they're able to probably grow their revenue at faster volumes, when they take a dip, they also take a dip a lot stronger than Texas Instrument. So again, it seems like Texas is more of that mature company where you don't have to worry too much about it. It's not going to jump too crazy on the upside or on the downside, while Qualcomm is more of a volatile play here when we take a closer look at revenue growth. So I want to say based on financials, both companies have a win and lose case, right? I personally want to say that the one driving me the most right now is this total return. I'm look. I'm, I'm more of a growth style investor, so I, I definitely want my investment to outperform a ETF approach. But again, financials can only tell us one side of the story. Next, what I want to take a closer look at are are some of the products these companies offer and what are some of their growth opportunities. So for those that are not familiar, Texas Instrument and Qualcomm are both semiconductor companies, but they have distinct focus areas and cater to different markets. While there is some overlap, their core businesses are different. Texas Instrument is known for its expertise in analog chips and embedded processors. 
Analog chips are used to process real-world signals such as sound, temperature, and pressure. TI's products find applications in a wide range of industries, including automotive, industrial, personal electronics, and communication equipment. They also produce microcontrollers, power management ICs, and other integrated solutions. Qualcomm, on the other hand, is primarily focused on digital wireless communication, products, and services. They are a leading player in designing and marketing system-on-chip products, SOCs, primarily for smartphones and other wireless devices. Qualcomm is well-known for its Snapdragon processors, which are used in many popular Android smartphones. In addition to SOCs, they also develop and produce wireless modems, RF transceivers, power management chips, and other components related to wireless communications. And this is where I believe we see kind of the change in revenue, like we saw in their financials. I want to say Texas Instrument, they have thousands and thousands of products, but not one product is a true driver of growth opportunities. While Qualcomm, on the other hand, has numerous solutions as well, but they do have one kind of platform that drives a majority of this company's total revenue or future growth opportunity, and that is the Snapdragon. The Snapdragon is their platform that is used on mobile devices, on laptops, on their automotive platforms as well, and other IoT solutions as well. So while this is, well, this can be seen as a bullish and bearish case, Qualcomm, right, they do have this huge growth opportunity. This Snapdragon, if it gets adopted dramatically in all these different industries, it can be a huge revenue grower for the company. Unfortunately, if it doesn't do that well and a competitor comes with a better processor, revenues can decline dramatically for this company where it is a bigger risk. And for Texas Instrument, it's the complete opposite, right? They don't have one product that solely drives this company's total revenue. And that can again be seen as a bullish and bearish case. Where Texas Instrument, there's no opportunity where you will see that growth drive dramatically or go up dramatically. There's also not going to be a product that, hey, if they lose a product because of this market, it's going to cause the revenue to decrease dramatically. So both a bullish and bearish case for both these companies. So if I had to choose between Qualcomm and Texas Instrument, I think it all depends on one's investment style. For me personally, my investment style is more growth opportunist. So I like to look for companies that have huge opportunity in forms of revenue. I think Qualcomm can give me that. If I was maybe more of an investor that was more conscious on volatility, that wanted more buybacks, that wanted more dividend, and maybe I wasn't too pushed into growth, but still, I mean, if we take a closer look at total returns for Texas, 100% of the past five years, that's still amazing. Texas Instrument would be that stock, right? It definitely has more of that safety play with less volatility and strong kind of financial management. So let me know in the comments below, which one do you guys think is a better buy? Do you enjoy Qualcomm's growth opportunity or more of that kind of safety net that Texas Instrument provides?